1: And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and
0: Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake.
2: And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Hang on, guys. Let's see if there we go. Oh, oh, I don't want to blow you out here and this thing's doing weird stuff. So how's that? Are you all hearing this or no? No. Nope. No. OK, put your headphones off for a second. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308, there you go, you can hear now, 8867, uh, the one to uh, to uh, to be a part of the show, uh, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlet of Millburgers, and we're ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, the number two call. All right, so let's see. Gentlemen, where do you want to start? What's going on Christmas-wise here at the nursery?
1: Well, we have uh, we still have a decent selection of Christmas trees, uh, a fabulous selection of poinsettias and Christmas cactus, Yeah, uh, and lots and lots of Christmas gifts for those uh, stocking stuffers, uh, as well as just citrus and uh, gift cards.
3: Well, don't forget either the gift certificates. Yes. That I always... Uh, find that to be one of the best gifts for a gardener because they can uh, uh, use it when it's convenient for their landscape and also it's it's so enjoyable to come to the Millburgers and 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 uh, look through what the choices are and select well, we had a phone call this morning from uh, i believe it was north carolina
1: buying a gift card for somebody here in town cool. oh good
2: oh from where I believe, North it, Carolina. I believe it was North Carolina. So they were buying it for somebody uh, who lived here. That's a good idea. I wonder how they knew about them. I wonder if uh-huh. they were from here or they... Uh, oh, well, it hasn't I'm
1: come sure to me yet. Their, I'm, I'm sure it was on their Santa list.
2: Yeah, maybe so. That's cool. Yep, it No Burgers cool. has a a nationwide reputation. At least as far as North Carolina. All right, So we've got... You mentioned a few trees, and uh, the poinsettias are still uh, going strong. Christmas cactus—they're
3: uh, on sale. Christmas cactus now. They are
1: the four-inch pots are five eighty-eight.
3: Yeah, they're, they're just they're, now
1: coming into really good color. So, and there was still good color selection. Lots of red. There was pink. There was purple, and a handful of orange left.
3: Okay. Yeah, the the Christmas orange. Uh, Gosh, I hope you are able to sell those.
1: It it was UTSA orange, just so you know.
2: (laughs) Hey, Lloyd is on the line at Mm 210-308-8867. Hi there, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
4: Doing fine, Uh, thank you. Hey, uh, I saw uh, an old DVD a while back about uh, this guy was giving demonstrations about potting and repotting all different trees. I think these are crepe myrtles. But one comment he made was about tap roots. He said, if, if you got to have a, as long as you have plenty of water, if you have a tree with a tap root and you have shallow soil, you can cut that tap root and it will branch out, just like the, you know, it would if you cut it above ground. And of course, you have to give it more water that way because the root's not as deep. And is that? I haven't heard that anywhere else. Is that? They
1: They, they do that with pecans. So years ago, we used to sell bare-root pecan trees, and they would cut the taproot. We would always ask the customer to reduce the top in an equal amount, but uh, it was common practice for certain trees.
3: And it's amazing where where we were so... uh, well, selective about try, trying to find a spot for pecan, and it's amazing how well they do in, a, in, in lots of places. In my neighborhood, which is all, you know, it's got a lot of varied rock, and and there's pecans everywhere. Huh. And uh, so, I think people are finding it out. Of course, it's not not a tree we always recommend because of the. Uh, uh, Dropping well, of stems and the requirement for so much water.
2: Yeah, the limbs and stuff. I think y'all. it's yeah. it's, it's a weak wood. I, I love my pecan, uh, but yeah, I know that y'all say it's a weak wooded tree, but it's wonderful.
3: Do you? Have, do you? Uh, we don't.
2: We st- don't have it anymore. We yeah. we moved away from our pecan oh. from Pecani. Um <laughs> You ran away from the bamboo and the. pecan. Yes, pecans. the bamboo and the, the bamboo and the pecan. I don't miss the bamboo, although so, I miss. Well, long. in your
4: neighborhood, are those? Taproots cut on the pecans in your neighborhood, or they just uh, have the taproots found a way to grow into the rock.
1: Oh, they eventually find their way. Um, they're they're going to constantly seek a uh, water source, so they may never find it, but they will certainly
3: try. Yeah, they're not. If they're not not in uh, great soil, they're not nearly as efficient as they are on the river bottoms or uh, soil yeah, that's uh, uh, specified.
4: Okay, so if I did plant a tree in poor rocky soil, and as long as I keep it watered, it might help to cut the taproot. Uh,
1: well, I mean, the less damage you do, the better. Uh, but if, okay. if you got a taproot that's spiraling around, for example, if it was grown in a container, uh, yeah. and that taproot is going round and round and round, uh, that I would certainly consider cutting.
2: Okay.
4: All right. I right. appreciate it. Thank you.
3: All right, All
2: right, good. Luck. Thanks for calling, Lloyd. All right, that'll uh will uh free up a line at 210 308 210 308 Are there any uh varieties of pecans that are a little tougher than others?
3: Well, that, in terms yeah. of
2: taking abuse or like we were um he mentioned the taproot and hitting stone. I don't think that was our issue cuz ours was in um, was near downtown, which I think has soil and...
1: Well, pretty com- much all the older pecans are going to be Stewart's. Uh, it's a native pecan. Okay. Uh, people introduced the paper shells, so like Desirable, Choctaw, Cheyenne, Pawnee is a really good one. Yeah, Pawnee's uh, been but, th- but those it's, it's, are all introduced types.
3: Oh, okay. But so every every area has uh, recommended varieties. Uh, pecans so that you uh, the, to take advantage of the soil that exists and the okay. uh, uh, moisture and the cold
1: so if I remember correctly the County Extension Service is really high on Pawnee
2: ok I I don't know what I'm guessing it, kind of what you said was we probably had um, and, and I think y'all have said this was common so you could stand at our pecan tree and look toward the north, and you could see another pecan tree on the next lot, and then another pecan tree on the next lot, and they were almost in line. I don't know if that was... I always thought, I wonder if there was an orchard here or something, but, um... Yeah, that's the same. My neighborhood, is the same. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, but I also, I figure, too, if maybe, if they were building the homes in the area at the time of development, they may have just lined them up, but, uh... It was uh it was cool. The my my favorite part of the pecan was when they started falling, which is when the, not tree, just, not when just the trees be- started falling. No the pecans. Oh. Not just because of the uh you could go harvest them, which by the way, and I'm sure other people can appreciate this. Uh it was fine. We didn't care. It was just kinda weird. Uh you would drive home, you know, if you didn't have a, a fence that did the yard. There would be
1: people in your yard? There
2: would be people in the yard <laughs> picking up the pecans that fell. And it's like, okay, well. Uh, but, yeah, they would hit the roof. And you'd be watching TV and you'd hear the thud, 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 thud until they fell off the roof. And you'd hear a time and you'd up, oh, we got pecans. But, yeah, they were good. Well, did
3: you ever quiz the people? How did they justify that? Uh, actually. Oh, because by the time they got in the ground that uh, you had... No, decided we decided
2: not to. We just let it, yeah. Well,
1: my neighbor has a pecan tree. Okay. And I saw that exact same scenario happening, and I went and ran them off. Oh, okay. And then the homeowner said, No, you should have just let them do it because they're not going to eat any of them.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So, uh, so now it's fair game, I guess.
2: It was just weird because they were on the property. It was less weird if the tree had been, like, I've seen loquats that are at a fence. That that's on a um, on a road, and you'll see people. It's like at a bus stop, and they're just picking them, and it's like okay, that's a little. Still, it's a. I kind of feel like it's the people's loquats, but you. It's not. They're not going into the yard, so that's always freaks me out. But anyway, um,
3: so Pawnee, huh?
1: That's uh, that's yeah. Weird, that's my uh, knowledge. when so do we one too
3: that uh, that uh, ripens so quickly. Isn't it oh the, do they or is it the Cho- Choctaw that's in uh, September well it's a I know it's a
1: paper shot I don't know when it matures really yeah
3: it's a and it uh, it's the other the other thing about the Pawnee wasn't the uh, less inclined less bothered by the aphids I think that would uh, be nice yeah that's it, it's a quite a des- uh, desirable plant. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Hmm. And
2: they, I know the aphid stuff is pretty yucky, you know, because I used to park under the pecan, and yeah, your your windshield gets covered with sticky stuff every day. as a
3: and then you you say, well, I'll just bring it to the car wash, and you get to the car wash, and they, well, what? The, why couldn't you plant, park someplace where they wouldn't get that sticky stuff all over it? There? Yeah. So, hey, this is a car wash what you're here for.
2: <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. When does the best selection of pecan trees come in?
1: I believe I ordered it for the end of January, and I Oh, okay. I, I ordered a bunch. I think I ordered like 150 trees.
3: Oh, there's our there's our breakfast. <laughs> I Guess not.
2: <laughs> I think he's he keep he's moving past you, Calvin. He's 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 seen when you get food near him. He he's just he just keep moving. Um oh goodness. Okay, more stuff coming. Um so you said by end of January?
1: I, I believe that's when I had it scheduled. I can go yeah. check in the next break if I can find it.
2: And when folks come looking, you've already recommended pawnee. Um all different sizes?
1: Uh no, five gallon.
2: Oh, just the 5-gallon. Yeah, I'm gallon. sure
1: I'll find some larger ones, but pecans were one of those uh, crops that was severely affected with the 6-degrees. Oh, really? Uh, and a lot of our normal suppliers lost their smaller ones. Okay. Huh. So this was actually the first batch of 5-gallon that I've yeah, seen was, available. I was,
2: I was thinking 5-gallon doesn't seem that large. There's well, 3 and 5. Se-
1: it's probably a 7. Okay. It's, a, it's an elongated pot to, to help with the tap rate.
2: Okay. Well, that's good. Oh, okay. So they keep they don't keep all the taproot, but they keep as much as they can. To I, I'm
1: pretty sure they cut it to okay. get it in there.
2: They don't. Oh, I guess they can't. Can they grow them in containers, like from seed, from pecans?
1: Well, they're most of the, the taproot goes down most, first. Most right? of the pecans are going to be grafted, where they take a root oh. system that's going to do well here, and they put a top that is going to be a productive. You, this, top. you just okay. just ask any.
3: Uh, Landscape owner that uh, has pecans in their yard, whether they uh, can grow them from seed, they grow everywhere. Fall in your yeah, garden. You. And, yeah. Oh, well, and then uh, squirrels uh, bury them, don't yeah, they? they? Yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty funny. The squirrels in, in a little uh, eight-inch container, squirrel will put one in each container, and of course your snapdragons get tossed and.
1: So you train them to do that, or I didn't know you could train a squirrel.
3: Train them? (laughs) (laughs) To put one in each pot. (laughs) Those are very good squirrels. They are attempting to train me and and the Westies. I'm mad at
2: my squirrels now. Remember the, uh, was it the burr oaks uh, acorn that I had up here? Yes. Okay, put it in a pot. Um, Yeah, it's now. Gone? Yeah, squirrel dug it up.
3: Well, that bur that Bar-Oak, uh story is quite quite an interesting one i did. And that that uh is amazing i, gu- I guess it's one, one that uh a tree that survives in a kind of a li- limited area that other trees don't do as well but of course it, it survives almost anywhere but it prospers in this uh this area uh, in that particular area and uh is a uh, uh, it's one of the few species that prospers. So, if yeah, if you want to follow up on a on a tree, the pecan is interesting, but also that bur oak is interesting in how wh- what kind of areas that it uh, it finds uh, to grow and prosper in that area.
2: Yeah, it's uh, we've got some beautiful ones in our neighborhood.
3: Do they and do they all have uh, the large acorns?
2: Uh huh. Huh. Oh, fair to large. I mean, ping pong ball to, to got, almost uh, almost tennis ball size. I mean, they're big. Yeah. they got, well, the, we, they got we the little fuzzy the, caps on there, the little Mike Nesmith uh, you know, caps on. Uh-huh.
3: We have the trees, but we, have, we don't have a large production of, acor- of the acorns.
2: Oh. So I okay. don't know. So here's the other thing. I was actually visiting Warren uh, the other day, and... Uh, Okay, whatever you do, don't get him started on grackles. He does not like grackles. Really? But I was joking with him because there are a bunch of grackles at my truck. Well, this is what happens when you park underneath a oak tree. And it's the trunk, the back of that. I need to vacuum it out or blow them out. The, uh, so it's full of acorns. So I'll go to Walmart, and I'll be coming out and... I can find my truck. I've now made this an exercise. I can find my truck by not looking for the truck because I kind of know where it is, but looking in that direction for the grackles, who are all over my truck and in the back and, and picking up the acorns.
3: Does your in your yard too? Does do you have various centers of feeding for the all the like the deer and the squirrels and the grackles? Oh and no! Oh blue jays. Where you drive... Some of them require you, you to... Where you drive break. over the... Yeah. Oh, where
2: you... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That hasn't happened as much. Maybe the... I don't know. There And there, there's the... I This year, more than other years, I understand the uh, grief about acorns in the driveway. Ours is just brown with acorn dust. And it doesn't come up with a rain unless it's a hard rain. It just... So.
3: Dust. Are you calling those... Big, big. After
1: you drive over them,
3: after you drive oh, over oh, yeah, oh. them, okay. yeah, or just,
2: yeah, or the birds leave some just little bits, and so there's this brown, reddish brown layer. And
3: the other, the other thing, if you got a lot of them, uh, and and on a patio, if you try to walk.
2: Oh uh, nope nope yeah that. you got to
3: if you're an old person you got to concentrate because whoosh oh that wasn't slippery. the problem.
2: So in the summer, I can walk in the backyard because I'm lazy and not put on my shoes and go throw the ball with a dog or sit in the chair and just soak up some sun. And the
3: dogs don't get the, dogs get the acorns in their feet too, don't they?
2: Do they? No, our dog hasn't done that. Oh, but yeah, you can't, you can walk about a foot off the patio without, I, ow, ow, okay, forget about this. And then you walk back to the, yeah, it just.
1: So that's when you buy a pecan picker upper?
2: Oh, for the acorns and you too? For the,
1: well that's a very large acorn, so yeah, you could it would go in that with no ah, problem.
2: I need one that rolls. Don't you have one that rolls or mm-hmm. you had I
1: had one that rolled. My mother in law uses a wet dry vac.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would work. Um
1: don't 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 don't
2: Yeah. I know that I've I've also taken I've I've learned a lesson on this too. Without paying attention, I've taken my truck to a car wash. That's just embarrassing. Because you know, then it's uh, there's all this water and blowing, and you look behind the truck, and there's all these acorns and stuff, and you know yeah. the, you know they're cursing at you,
3: yeah. And you notice how they you get a wide uh, clearing all around on both sides of you and in the back because you're the yeah you're <laughs> now, that,
2: now the poor car that came and came well, my, behind you, yeah.
3: You remember yeah. when Mar, Mark a, told us an interesting story about that the production this year unbelievable high production of acorns even though for the last two years we haven't had the uh, moisture but I, it's a i guess that's now normal for oaks it's a five kind of four or five year cycle where they uh, uh store up all the the energy that they yeah have. the, the mo- moisture that's available and they put out that mass production of acorns so they've got a supply to spread over to, like our wildflowers mhm so yeah it's a kind of a fascinating story remember also that uh, writer the author that uh, we interviewed no oh, yeah on all we all you need basically he said it was all you need is oh, um
2: yeah he was big on
3: oaks yeah oaks you don't need any of those other
2: he was interesting he was like all you need is oaks and do not rake up the leaves let them get thicker and thicker because that's what you want and because i think and you can correct me i'm telling trace calvin you can correct me if i'm wrong that you had uh nutrients and beneficial insects that needed that but it went against everything that gardeners want to do
1: yeah it was a hey, i met my wife
3: <laughs> I would have to go clean them up every day. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, it's amazing that there, there's uh, almost every plant seems to have advocates for it.
2: Mm-hmm. And he made a good argument. It. it was just,
3: yeah. uh, so that no it one's going to do this. went over the edge so, just a little bit. Huh? So
1: realistically, I can see his point. That's how a forest happens. Right. So if it works in that kind of situation, it, why wouldn't it work? In your, a normal yard usage? I
2: think he was he, I don't think he wanted grass either I don't think he wanted yards to have grass so the idea was that he didn't care that it shaded out the grass or caused it, yeah it was just I don't know what was going to come up but we'll talk about that in a minute as we take a break. In the t- meantime, give us a call. 210- we can also
3: talk about live Christmas trees if we want.
2: Okay, that'd be nice. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. As you're looking into the new year, if you have not been happy with your uh, pest control company, uh, then the odds are very, very good that that pest control company is not Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Because since 1976, Warren Remy has been making homeowners and businesses very, very happy uh, and I always mention businesses because that The bugs don't like him much. The bugs do not like him. I don't know if those bugs can let, write Google reviews, but they haven't figured it out yet, I guess, because all the Google reviews, all the reviews for Spider-Man are very, very good. So check it out at GhostSpiderManPest.com. But in the new year, if you've been thinking about, uh, or if you hear something in the attic and you don't like it, or is there's something at your house you don't want, from rats to roaches, from ticks to termites... I got to figure out I got to figure out more stuff but you uh, Spider-Man can help you out. 210-656-3721 210-656-3721 or go Spider-Man-pest.com. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. James, what's happening to your carrots? They're sick. Uh-oh. They're you very
5: to... sick. Yeah, I pl- I hadn't planted carrots in 20 years or better. And um so I planted them and they come up, they're about, I'm sitting right, they in a container, a uh, large container, um, maybe about four or five inches tall. And I'm and I'm trying to thin them out. They're so close together, I guess every one of those little seeds uh, sprouted. Um, what I need to know, I pull one up and there's no form, they got a long root about two inches, skinny and just like a base color. My question is, can I wait till they start making little carrots to thin them, or do I need to thin them now? Because they're a pain to thin when they're this little.
3: That's well, the first question. Yeah. It's not not a commercial crop, is it?
6: No, it's, it's just a tub,
5: uh, like a half whiskey barrel um, feed tub is what it was. Livestock tub. No, it's just for to snack okay, on. Uh,
3: yeah, snack I would. Uh, I would just. Uh, I would just wait a little while. I know and. Mike I'm a little jealous that mine how long have yours been in the ground No oh, they're yeah. in a container
5: Yeah patio I probably they sprouted right away it said it would take up to 2 weeks they were up within a week easy Wow because it was still warm and they're yeah. on, a, on in a in a black container on a concrete patio so that kind of helped things too Um but anyway they're they're thick and um so I, can I wait till they start like um lack of a better term bulbing out even though they're not bulbs uh, budding up to each other so I can I can eat those little ones or do I need to thin them now I guess because I no, don't want to do. I don't, I don't want to stun them for the ones that I'm going to keep long term
3: yeah I'm with you though I, I, I that's what I always do is just uh, eat the little ones just you know just like the uh, onion, onions for green onions and those little uh, little carrots are so tasty too. And they're yeah. they're really kind of fun to use for uh, salads and uh, recipes, but I, I don't I don't think it costs you much in terms of size, maybe a little bit, but not but as, as long as you don't let them go uh, too long when they make contact.
5: Gotcha. Okay, now there's still space in between them because when I th- I'm pulling them up, and I have been some periodically over the last couple of weeks. But they're still real thick, and so I'm going to let them get a little bigger because there's some room in between. Now, my second question on the ones that I pull now that don't have actually have carrot on them are those tops good to eat, like throwing a salad? Or I was going to eat one before I call. Are they bitter? Or, or
3: I don't, uh, I don't use them. I, I find them a little bit a little bitter. I mean, I don't, okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know of anybody that does. Maybe there's some people that use them for. Do you oh Trace you I, I don't like carrots oh oh <laughs> yeah but the uh, the tops yeah I don't I don't I don't find the tops uh, very tasty I find them a little a little bitter so as well, a as
5: a sta- as side the other things I got on my patio right now is Crawford lettuce and uh, this stuff has come up everywhere almost in every container I've got it's all on the in the ground in the perimeter of the patio I mean. I could uh, if I wanted to I could set up a little stand selling Crawford lettuce but uh, that's more trouble than it's worth but
3: surprise yeah. surprise <laughs> uh, yeah that's the expectation but, for it
5: Yeah it, every year it comes up it, it it's just like spreading yeah but it's yeah, good you,
3: you uh you should have seen I, I know you have probably heard us talk about uh uh our weatherman Steve Brown that that, that was one of his favorite plants and he had his uh, big uh, shopping bag full of uh, Crawford lettuce uh, seed tops, and uh, every every time he well, he would say well, oh that reminds me, I'm gonna go uh, plant some more Crawford lettuce over there because none of it's growing. But yeah, he had it. The whole Ksat uh, grounds was uh, loaded with uh, Crawford lettuce.
5: Yeah. Can I ask another quick unrelated one? I just remembered, I noticed the other day, and what your thought is on this. Um, I've got a water softener and I've been making in my shop, I've been making ice in the refrigerator because the ice maker doesn't work in there, uh, just with ice trays. But I've been using that softened water and as it melts, um, I hate to waste water, I've been throwing it on like, in, for instance, my gardenia in a container. And I notice it's starting to yellow more. You think that's a function of the salt in the softener? That kind of dawned on me just a few days ago.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. especially gardenia. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't okay. uh, expect. It might even just be basic. Basic water would even would affect a gardenia, let alone. Uh, because the water salt. is going to be alkaline, isn't
5: it? Well, water. I have, I normally water with straight uh, well water, uh, carrizo water. I'm sorry, Wilcox water, and it's done really well. It stays, stays green. I've had it for years, but I just noticed it's starting to yellow. And it dawned on I me mean, I've been dumping this melted softener ice water on it, and I think that's having a negative effect on. Yeah, it. I think.
3: That, I, no telling where where the source is. You know, maybe it's just a corner of the walls or the pipes or something. But yeah, that's that's probably the source, because that would so be a very a- sensitive plant.
5: Yeah, on that note, is there any plant like I have citrus? I mean, would that water be beneficial for citrus in containers or is it best just to dump it out on the lawn on the weed or something like well, that? Well,
3: yeah, it wouldn't hurt the lawn. I okay. don't uh, what kind of citrus?
5: Uh I got a Meyer lemon with just two lemons left on it and uh-huh.
3: I got it, uh Well orange well the, the the usual the usual solution is that you you use uh, you use the uh, water from the machine, and you d- but you don't. That's not the dominant water. It's uh, you use a portion from your well or something too, so that you and, and then your your citrus should do all right if uh, if you're uh, if that's not the only water it's getting.
5: Yeah, because I have dumped it uh, as well on the Meyer lemon, which is in like a thirty gallon. It is a thirty gallon container. And uh, it doesn't seem to have affected the leaves on it at all, but just the gardenia. Okay. All right.
3: All right. All right. Thanks, James. All right. All right. Good talking to you. Good luck. Take care. Yeah. Merry right. Christmas.
2: Yeah. Merry Christmas, James. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call to be a part of the show. So from carrots to uh, pecans, we're getting a lot of food questions. Making me hungry. Uh, are you getting a little hungry? Are you? Uh, <laughs> the,
1: the girls were over there cleaning the onions this morning, and uh, oh, uh, always makes me hungry for water
2: <laughs> So, what onions do we have again? You want to go into that uh, since the you red, brought it up?
1: I think Calvin might have bought the last of the reds, but uh, oh, still no, no, two ver- two white varieties and three yellow varieties.
2: Okay, what two, is this? Two ninety nine. The onions. We're talking about the onions. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, so
2: two ninety nine a bunch. Yes. How many in approximately in a bunch? A handful. Okay.
3: Uh, if
1: I had to guess, most of them were probably sixty to eighty. Oh my yeah, gosh, that's for sure. But that's what
2: yeah uh, that was your experience? You mentioned
3: always. Yeah, always. I just figure on uh, every four inches, two and a half rows for every, and some of them a little more, and some of them a little, little bit less. But uh, they're amazing. This has been perfect onion starting weather. Too. It is. Yeah, got a little bit of water on uh, the drizzle, and the uh, well,
1: they all started growing. That's why the girls
3: had to give them another haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh. the top oops! Yeah, and, you know, quite often you you plant them and then they they just kind of shrivel up a well, and then when you finally get some get some water on them, drip irrigation, whatever you use, they come back. But the uh, this year they haven't even missed a step. Planted them, and they're they're growing already.
2: That's pretty cool. And then you do like you were like James was saying, you thin them out. Yeah. They, how far
3: apart do you plant you, them? Four inches. Okay. And then you leave then I try to harvest uh the two in the middle and then I, that only leaves uh what, twelve or fourteen for the big ones. One for every foot. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's a lot of onions. <laughs> so what t-
2: are you making with all these onions?
3: Well, I, I I think he's going to share the wealth this year.
2: Oh, you you think so, do you? I think you? so. Okay.
3: Well, I have a tendency to give him, yeah, yeah. To share in the neighborhood, too.
2: Oh, we had somebody jokingly complain about the 968s again. I know tomatoes are not here. But they said, they were like, oh, man, you got to call me and tell me when the tomatoes come into Millburgers again. Uh-oh. We got the 968. Man, we couldn't pick enough off those things. Mine's we're, still
3: producing. Is yours still producing? It is. I wow. do. I'm going to bring, if I remember, I'm going to bring a, a tub. A tub? Tomorrow, yeah.
2: Wow. So even with the low temperatures and the 30s and that,
3: the. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, an interesting topic. In my article today, I talk about the how unusual it is you know talk about of course the broccoli is going strong unbelievable broccoli heads cauliflower people are harvesting that all the greens and uh from you heard from james everything else that's growing uh but you would expect with these uh the winds and those temperature yeah. changes you'd expect the tomatoes would be the first thing affected
1: well my leaves are all unhappy there's Your tomato, leaves are unhappy? Their leaves are unhappy, but the, there's tomatoes everywhere.
3: Uh, okay. Oh, I see. The leaves on the tomato plant. Yeah. They're still... No. And, uh, and, of course, we recommend to folks, if they show any color, get them, get them inside to finish ripening. You know, if, if, you don't, if you don't, at least in my neighborhood, you, you end up sharing them with the, the squirrels, the raccoons, and the no. birds.
1: I apparently share them with my dog. That's what, that's she what you said she goes time. out and she just climbs almost up in the pot. Yeah. Just to get what she can get to.
2: How many is she eating a day?
1: I I don't know. I yell at her and she stops. But the next time you let her out, she does it again. <laughs> Whenever you're not looking.
3: Yeah. Reminds me of my mother. <laughs> when she used to, yeah. yes. well, I, she used to be de- dedicated to those tomatoes. I mean, if you couldn't find her, she was down there with the tomatoes uh you know picking them picking them or weeding or something it was her favorite place
2: it's good for you they've got the uh lycopene i think and the, the, that's the red thing it's supposed to be good for you so potassium yeah. oh do they okay vitamin c i know they have that oh, yeah. too uh but yeah i don't want to talk but, about that but, much but
3: anyway as, as as we mentioned Trace mentioned we no you got to milton the tomatoes are going right. strong, especially those yeah, we did. cherries.
2: Yeah, we didn't do the cherries. Uh, if we did, I think we they they were unspectacular. That's
3: blasphemy.
2: I know. But we did do um, one of the rodeo tomatoes, and we did it in a container, and it just got— uh, Thunderbird. Yeah, it just got beat up. The The birds had added, everything had added. It. Well, it that's, just,
1: that's the one that's got big tomatoes on mine, I think.
3: Yeah, so it probably wasn't a good container Thunder, choice. Thunderbird's doing all right. Uh, Red snapper.
1: And this Thunderbird is still left over from the spring crop. Wow. I was, was doing that
3: experiment. Yes. Oh.
2: In the ground or container?
3: Container. 24-inch no, box. Okay. Mine, are in, my, mine that are doing well are in containers, too. The ones that I had in the regular garden got taken over by the uh, spider mites.
1: I never got spider
3: mites. We,
2: we got spider mites, too, yeah. And
3: my wife actually told me,
1: don't put the plant in the greenhouse. I don't want it next year. <laughs> Why? Too many tomatoes. Oh, okay. I, I'll get her some anyway, some new ones.
2: Can you freeze tomatoes?
1: I think you can flash freeze them.
2: What is flash freeze?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Okay. Heard that term. I think you have to peel it. Get this can you
2: do? You, have you ever frozen like just throwing them in a ziplock and frozen know. them?
3: I never. Okay. If, about that. if
2: you've got a recipe for freezing your nine sixty eights or your uh, ruby crush, call us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. But
3: definitely do not bring them through Millburgers because they will not last to, to go from your garden to or back back to your refrigerator if you come through with them.
2: They make tomato
3: jelly. Or I'm sure somebody has to. Oh gosh, there's, yeah. Uh, but look, there's 45 different uh, tomato, okay, canned tomato and recipes. Yeah, and every all the Italian food and.
2: I guess you could make tomato sauce out of them, just cook them down and.
3: Hispanic food, gosh, yeah, there's a lot of.
2: Okay. 210 308 8867. We're going to take a break. And while we do, you give us a call at 210 308 8867. Or better yet, come on over to Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Uh, 37. What was he? You were You were bragging on the address.
1: 3920. 3920,
2: 1604 East. North Loop, 1604 North? East. Okay. Uh, but it's much easier. I think it is anyway. 1604 Bull, Road. Yeah, Bo
1: Road. On the not, inside of the loop. Yeah. Just past Circle K. If you
3: yeah, not, you'll see the have, big flags. Yeah, if you have not, besides the Christmas trees, well, there's live Christmas trees, too. If you're thinking of, you are one of those folks that keep saying, well, I wish I could get a pine tree. Aleppo's here and Italian stone pines. That's the way. Get a live Christmas tree, decorated, and actually, and then you put it landscape. Yeah, let's
2: talk about that after the break. We'll, okay. That's, that's a good idea. 210-308-8867. Back in that's a moment. That's what you
3: said last time. Mel.
2: I know, and I forgot. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. I know the answer. Hold on. Got to be careful. Uh, Milton Glick, along with uh, Trace Hazlett and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're talking gardening with you, uh, 210-308-8867. Yeah, let me do this, then I'll fix the, uh, the thing. Hey, I want to remind you about Prusky's Market, and one of the things to know about Prusky's is the, um, the gift boxes. It's the first thing when you go to dot com. You'll see three uh, uh, windows come up. There's the six pounds of the best fresh Polish wedding sausage gift box, which would make a great gift idea, holiday gift box number one. And then there's the seven don't listen, Trace. The seven pounds of smoked, fully cooked beef brisket uh, box that you can get now at, at Pruski's too. Pruski's, if you don't know, is an old-fashioned meat market where you can get um, great items, uh, kind of like you remember. The service that the, that's their slogan is the quality. You, Deserve and the service that you remember, and that's the that's the cool part about it is that the. Um You've got a butcher on there that can help you find stuff. You can even kind of just go in and tell them, hey, this is what I'm looking for. What do you suggest? And first off, they have it. And secondly, they know their inventory so well. And they kind of get to know you. They'll spend time with you. So it's Brewski's Market is on Highway 87. uh, And it is between 1604 and 410 on 87 in Atkins, Texas. And uh, you can call them up and find about... uh, the uh, gift boxes or there's still time to let them prepare something for Christmas for you uh, and uh, you can order that as well and just pick it up uh, right before Christmas so all you're doing is uh, it's uh, seasoned and ready to go and you're just heating it up it's 830 227 8320 for Prusky's Market alright 210 210- 308-88-67. All right. Go ahead and take them off for a sec. Oh, you've already got yours off? That's good. Okay. Hang on. Let's see if I can figure this out. There. Whoop, yep. Yep. Had it for a second. And um, there we go. No, no. Mm. Not sure what's there. Yep, yeah. Let's keep cutting it out. We'll have to switch this in a second. Um Well, maybe that got it. That kind of got it. Okay, I'm not going to touch anything. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Calvin, do you want to talk about pines and uh, living oh, yeah. Christmas trees? Do we,
3: do we just we need to check see what we got left in terms of inventory. I it looked like we had Aleppo pines for sure, and uh, uh, we had uh, Italian stone pines, and those those are uh, if you're looking for. A uh, p- pine that you're used to from you know, the southeast or the north or uh, Mediterranean, uh, these, the, these are the, the, the typical pine shape. You get the Aleppo, which is straight, straight with a, a narrow uh, crown, and then the, the Italian stone is more of a, a wide op- uh, wide uh, pine both of them successful grow here. I was trying to th- remember which uh, which of the bases uh, is loaded with the Aleppo pines. We did a survey. I mean, we did a project uh, years and years ago. Uh, was it Lackland? Was yeah, I think right? it's probably La- Lackland. But if you want to see what those Aleppo's mm. look like, uh, but it's you know the the typical pine shape. The most most of us describe pines as straight trunk and uh, narrow. Uh, crown, and that's that's the that's the tree. Now, when you do a live Christmas tree, you uh, you, you do some planning. You're going to decorate it uh, relatively short time in the inside, or it's better if you can do it on the patio or uh, just uh, out in the back uh, area. But the uh, and then you and then you move it to the place in your landscape that you plan for it and the hole is already dug uh, you put them in there and they uh, not very many years and you got a uh, you get the double bang for your buck you get, use it for the decorated tree and then you also get it you get it for also uh, uh, get it for part of your landscape now i've got two of the uh the trees that i've had from millburgers here mm-hmm. i've got the deodor cedar and also the uh, um, Arizona cypress, and both of those are very successful very attractive
1: We've got a good selection of arizona cypress oh okay. yeah. good we do we do
3: still have the those yes. go good um, and blue, we, I,
1: blue ice i think it's one that looks kind of grayish
3: oh yeah the, 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 there's some there's color variations sometimes almost blue sometimes too. And a deodorant cedar, if you you long for a, a spruce. It does okay.
1: look like that. Yeah, that's... I, oh, real. I haven't been able to find any of those, Milton.
3: Oh. Any
2: deodore cedars or, yes. or spruce? Oh,
1: I, no. Spruce, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. But uh, I do have something probably planned out of... Uh, I want to say it's Alabama. Hmm. Uh, so there may be some showing up with our topiary boxwoods.
2: Oh, okay, cool. So, now, uh, the argument that we were having before uh, a couple of weeks ago but was about how long to put them in the house and keep them outside. We have, uh, if you got one today and you wanted to keep it inside, are we pretty safe now with, uh, well, we've got nine days till Christmas?
3: Well, I would be. No. Is I that w- right? Yeah, that's right. I would be content because both of mine I had in for uh, two weeks. And they. Uh, both did fine, uh, but the, uh, the 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 shorter time you can have them in the house. The real issue, I think, uh, I think Trace and I agreed with this. The, the real issue is the temperature variation, which is not as much here as it is in the northern area. You know, if you if you go from out here, you know, with our 50 degree weather here, and then or 60 degree and then you go into the house and it's 75 degrees that could be challenging or what if what if it's what if it's uh, 20 degrees outside and you go in the house like in the north and it's 72 degrees right that's a little that's a little tough on the environment so that you can see where that would be a challenge and you'd want to reduce the, the time in the house but uh, uh, the, and these trees selected are pretty tough. They're they're the they're the one well adapted um, for this for the, this uh, use. Uh, so I think you'd have uh, you've had good good luck. At least I'm real happy with the uh, luck I've had with them. So do yes, we have any of the? Do we have any of the? Oh, I was trying to think of the our our common. Uh, Ornamental evergreen, uh, uh, the the you know the the one that uh, grew, not lay there's Leyland cypress, um, then there's uh, arborvitae
1: maybe? Huh? Arborvitae. Yeah. Uh, no, not at the moment.
3: Okay, so uh, and we've and uh, I guess all of our uh, uh, the uh, the herb uh, fragrant herb is is been purchased already, huh? Oh, the rosemary? Rosemary. Yeah,
1: oh, uh, rosemary is... Uh, there might be one or two. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, la- they, lavender's for sure gone. Are they blooming? Well, they're not here, so... No, no, the rosemary. Yeah, they're not here. Rosemary. It might be one or two, but they're... No.
3: Oh, okay. Rosemary is really... I, I see... I was watching uh, some uh, young young people stay that obviously in an apartment and they were... It was kind of a temporary situation for them, but that's that was ideal for them. You know, it had a... The fragrance was... Made an impact. Brought it to their attention. It was noticeable. But it was... Did not get in the way in their busy life. And uh, it was uh, small enough that they could uh, do a little decoration and uh, brought it. And they had a little... I don't know, two and a half year old or so who's, who thought it was uh, just a exciting idea, too. So... That that is, is uh, if you want something that has a is small but has a major impact, that rosemary is a good one. And then you, again, you leave it out in a uh, outside in a container, uh, or you you um, plant it in a in a garden, or you pass pass it on to somebody else if you're going to move. I want to
1: create a new tradition. What's that? I want to decorate a lemon tree. Okay. I think that's what I'll do next year.
2: One in the container size? Oh, yes. Okay. And why is that?
1: It's great in a container. Okay. I I wouldn't mind it being inside for longer periods of time.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, but that is such uh, a—it's unfair to that poor lemon tree because it shows off with its blooms, its evergreen foliage, and its fruit— it's just it's uh, it's amazingly attractive the whole year and now you're gonna force it into another important role in decoration. I thought
1: about doing it with my orange tree, Milton. I got oh. I got oranges on my orange tree.
3: Oh, do you really? Yeah. And do you know
2: variety?
1: Um it was one of the freebies from the city. So uh, Oh, okay. I, I don't remember other than it was, it was a satsuma. Okay. So I made sure that I told her that to only yeah, get a satsuma.
3: I like the I like the idea of the satsuma too. They get a little bit Bigger, yeah,
1: and we'll probably be having Christmas oranges. Oh, really? Yes, that'd be are, kind of fun. They are big enough now. They're on there. If we just get a little bit of cold, they ought to sweeten up.
2: And this is the time that you get oranges, correct?
1: Uh, this, is, yeah.
2: And they're blooming this time of year too.
1: Uh, I don't have any blooms, but I got three oranges. Okay, on very young trees. So, uh, but we've got the I was impressed.
3: W- we've still got trees here. Oh yeah, and uh, the, what a wonderful. Christmas gift, which we've mentioned. Well, you see,
2: yeah, Trace, you've mentioned that a number of times that people
3: gotta love be, giving. Gotta sacrifices. be one of the most popular gifts we yeah. have. Yeah. And for that very reason, that they're they're just a, sh- a showy all the time, and they're successful. And when you get visitors from uh, the north or the west, you get, or uh, especially the uh, the north, you uh, have this citrus evergreen citrus tree which is so special uh and different that it makes a, a really strong impression so it's a it's fun to have those um that that would be another that would be the kind of gift you uh you know you t- you had your person call from north carolina oh the
2: gift card yeah yeah
3: would. Yeah, here here, here a, a unique here at Milburgers. you know we've got uh citrus Lots of choices of citrus, and just just give it a, give them the gift certificate for you could designate it for the citrus, and then they could pick their own. There's yeah. two two at least two different price areas in there
1: correct some of the satsumas are a little higher and then all the ones that are on the dwarfing rootstock are a little higher
3: okay
2: but you can come on by and check them out and they'll answer all your questions about them 210-308-8867 is our number and of course the nursery 1604 and boulevardy road back in a moment i milton glick along with trace hazlett dr calvin finch we'll get you caught up with the news and then come back to talk gardening with you at 9 30 a.m this is the answer
0: back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas, live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bouverdi Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210- 308-8867. And now back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer.
2: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's a beautiful day out here at Millburgers, 1604 on Road. Road. is
3: sneaking up on us.
2: Yeah, it is a little bit, isn't it? Uh, the wind maybe has died down a little bit, but it just feels nice. And there's all kinds of color. Uh, so come on out and just treat yourself to a day out here and uh, enjoy the... Uh, sorry. Enjoy the color in the Cyclamen. Man, oh, man.
3: Oh, what about... I was thinking of the same... Uh, right next to the Cyclamen is the... Uh, Primrose or primulas, as I, as I call them, Primola, they're unbelievable this year.
2: Oh, are they? The sp- colors. You think they're special this year? Is there yeah. anything? Oh, I do. Did you see the blue ones? Are they, they're the ones right behind that man yeah. that's walking. Okay, yeah. Gosh. I can see him from here, actually, yeah, which is pretty could, far.
3: You know, uh, r- 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 usually we think of, uh, you know, there's about seven seven or eight different colors, and you usually think, well, I'll get. You know, one or two of each, but with uh, the display this year, I, I would think that the real impression you'd make would may, might be you know like eight of the blue ones, or eight of those golden ones, or there and there's a kind of a rose-colored one there, and two and red, unbelievable. Wa- the waxy uh, color, just a. a Intense, deep color, uh, and they're uh, about the growth pattern, a bit like uh, pansies. They're a little larger than pansies, but uh, but it's uh, and the leaves are much f- fancier, of course. But uh, this is something you might want. It'd be, it's worth just looking at, along yeah. with along with the cyclamen. So, built.
2: same same care as cyclamen.
3: Less finicky. Oh, really? Uh, so, cyclamen is a
1: bulb. So it's uh, you can easily o- over care for it. You can overwater it or underwater it. Primrose seems to be less affected by uh, a little bit of neglect.
3: Yeah. Well, and the you can uh, the dogs and squirrels if they if they step on your uh, cyclamen. Yeah. They have a tendency to break those. Uh, but uh, the, you've got you've got a little more. Uh, tolerance in the uh, primula. The other thing that uh, traces prove time and time again in the cold weather is that the primula have a little bit more cold tolerance than the the cyclamen. It's probably easier just to treat them both the same about if a forecast is 28 degrees, cover them with a fabric. You don't have to get too fancy. You just want to cover cover them and uh hold, hold the and the fabric down and uh if you can make a little tent like it, it works really good but i've never had to do that i've just put them over the top as long as you're uh you've got a pre-cut measured lot and you've got some spare space it, it works fine uh doesn't seem to knock the blooms off or anything and they, uh, and they are—they're pretty—they're t- pretty cold tolerant anyway. Both both of those plants. And then the, of course, the primula, primula is even less sensitive to the the weight on on them than the, the cyclamen, because the cyclamen are elevated the flowers, mm-hmm. the primula are kind of even with the, that fancy foliage. I actually, had a customer come
1: in yesterday. I should have asked where they were from, but they were so excited to be able to plant a primrose.
2: Uh, oh, really? In the,
1: in the shade, because wherever they're from, I guess they uh, had to be up north somewhere where they, they grow them in a different time of year.
3: Yeah.
2: To, um, you mentioned that cyclamen was a bulb. I know, Calvin, you've talked in the past about trying to over-summer uh, your cyclamen. Um. Can you treat it like a bulb?
3: You can, but it's not pra- it's not real practical if you're oh. interested in, in enjoying the blooms. Oh, because they're 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 a bulb. They love this weather, kind of weather. Okay. Yeah, or Colorado we- weather, basically. They like they like. So if you you can keep them alive. In fact, if you if you got enough room in your house. Uh, They'll grow. They'll they'll stay alive indefinitely in the oh, house. Oh, okay. Little, you said Judy used to keep them for yeah, a long time until. Yeah, east, it was like. Uh, oh, what are the what are what are the
1: well, for years it was sold as a floral grade uh, indoor plant like mums and rager begonias. And, yeah. Okay,
3: that was the number one seller for the huh. hospital. But, uh, they but they'll yeah they'll what she she did she experimented with that and it just get. Bigger and you know, bigger and more plants and, and. So in the
1: in the landscape, Milton. By the time it started to look like something again, it would be uh, January or February. Oh, so you really so you only have a couple months to enjoy it if you if you got it to work. So you can
3: keep it alive, but you, you, it's almost impossible with our climate to get it to uh, keep it in bloom unless you sacrifice or unless you devote a por- portion of your. Uh, air-conditioned house to it so all right so you want to
2: do it in the house what was judy's success uh best practices for uh keeping them going in the house
3: Uh, just what kind of what kind of light
2: what kind of
3: well the east the uh, eastern exposure all right not direct you don't want direct sunlight on them but the east eastern exposure like if you have a sliding door have it a little uh, or, or you know patio or a little bit back from that sliding door and you just, uh, very easy to, well, she used to describe the what, what, what are those uh, gosh I'm getting, I, it's getting old here, the the, the the shops that dedicate to the to these uh, pl- plants and containers that um, you, tra- you treat them well, it works like the phalaenopsis. They're much easier to take care of than the phalaenopsis orchids. Hmm. And that's well, easy, Milton. Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah. That's that's surprising.
3: Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's they they just uh just got to water them. And uh and you do you don't you can have a little dish underneath there and they do fine. But I I can't think of what those uh oh they... uh Gardeners, there's a lot, a lot of gardeners, and there's even old shops dedicated to these, these uh, plants. a whole lots of variation of, of the plants. Somebody, somebody in the audience will, will realize what I'm try, trying to talk about. I hope, and comes, give me a call and, and save us. Look at <laughs> there, maybe they'll save Mark too. There's Mark. All right. But any, anyhow, yeah, they're they're easy in the house, but they do take they do take space. <laughs> ah, Mark, Mark, Mark. All right,
2: two one zero three 210-308-8867. Hey, Mark, what you say, man? How are you doing? I'm
0: doing wonderfully. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon, Craze. Good afternoon, Calvin Finch, Doctor mm-hmm.
2: Were you listening to the Acorn Talk?
0: No, okay. I just turned it on just a little before. Top of the hour. Okay. Yeah, well, we, well, what about your acorn talk? oh uh, That it's a mast year? What's that? That it is a mast year, which occurs every yeah, three to seven years. Yeah,
3: Calvin talked about that. I just talked about yeah, the fact we, that. We related your story yeah. of. A, yeah, it was. I just
2: talked about the fact that since I park under an oak, a tra- live oak, that I can now why, find my why, uh, why uh, did truck. Why you do that? Why do I do that? Yeah,
0: why did you do that?
2: Because it goes over our driveway.
0: Okay. You know, and it's raining. Raining acorns. Yes. Okay. It's, it's
2: yeah. It's um, that I can find my truck in the parking lot by the grackles that are, who have swarmed it.
3: You know what I had, Mark? I thought you would appreciate this. The uh, I had a gardener in one of the uh, newspapers, uh, uh, suburban newspapers I write for. That she says that the uh, the the squirrels were eating. They they had all these. Uh, um, what 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 are they what are they called with the the, the growths uh, the,
0: that's already sprouting and has a little germination. No no you
3: got an acorn. Yeah. The nut proper, but yeah. the,
0: what's oh they, the the cap the. Yeah. But yeah.
3: They, they they diagnosed that the cap cap was a uh, uh, organism a, some kind of a disease. Oh. And so... I, I'm trying to figure this out, you know, and yeah. sending them emails and everything. <laughs> and then I find... Yeah, and so then send I find photos, everything. that's right. We always go, yeah. send photos. Mm. And so then I finally look out in my uh, patio, yeah. and uh, there's all those uh, acorn tops. Uh-huh. You know, there, there it is. There, There's that uh, organism. Oh.
0: So, so they were being very particular and discreet, and, yeah. and taking the caps yeah, they, off. And, yeah.
3: and they said, "Well, they, whatever it was, they ate it, ate it clean out of there." Yeah. Oh. So, uh-huh.
0: I figured they'd get the little fingers and kind of pull them, pull the tops off.
3: We were talking about two, uh, trying to walk on the. Uh, all those acorns no no that's yeah
0: five years. well you don't do it barefoot That's that's true
3: <laughs> and the dogs don't like it either.
0: no no the dogs don't like it either yeah. hey i don't know if you saw me when i'm walking through yeah the nursery i automatically had to stop 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 because the alyssum and the socks were
2: no oh, were
0: aromatic i was oh, i was okay. taken away by the beauty and the fragrance are those the new Alyssum? No, no. Those are the old-fashioned. Correct. Uh, uh, they're wonderful. What we're talking about the new newer one's supposed to last longer into the into the sp- late spring.
1: Uh, theoretically, it'll take the heat. All theoretically. Hmm. But we got a lot of fire under Peterson to to grow it. They haven't grown it in like two years.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay. White
1: Stream Lobularia. Oh, that's, I do I remember the, it was a couple of weekends
0: ago. We uh, were, Mickey we're Mickey trying to think what the name was for the heat-tolerant alyssum. And we had, like, a couple different names. And yeah, I but, know there's streams remember?
3: involved. And all that's all I know. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> which stream uh, was it?
1: It was a Texas superstar, like, three, four years ago.
3: Yeah, I remember that. Now, these are have a wonderful fragrance. Yes, I but know. They're, they're just... But they're not, I think Mark's right, they're not as powerful as the stock. Yeah. I, I still think the cyclamen are the best
1: out there. Oh, for, okay. for fragrance?
3: I think he's got an imagination. Stock is great. Don't no, he just
0: bought a lot. So he's uh, trying to push that cyclamen.
3: Know, yeah. <laughs> now, did you, Milton has been, uh, Sending pictures of his Belinda's dream mm-hmm. roses around. Did you imagine that it that had a fragrance, too,
2: Mel? Uh, Laura said it, f- it smelled good. I can't smell it. Uh, oh, I can't, I no, can't I either. No, I tell
0: everybody it's, it's one of the fewer, few newer roses that actually has a fragrance.
2: Oh, yeah. I, she certainly thinks it has a fragrance. Okay. All right. She certainly smells something. I don't.
3: And that's well, why. Like I, I said, my sniffer. So yeah. <laughs> I continue <laughs> to she agrees uh, with me. Yeah. Nice. yeah, I continue to put fragrance with it, even though I can't ever yeah. have a smell of that fragrance. But
2: all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We eight sixty seven. We're also oh, should we ask Mark about the pecans? Sure. All right. So, do you want to bring the taproot question in, or no, or just the recommended varieties?
1: What is your recommended variety of pecans? Oh, uh, um. Okay, well, as,
0: as, I'll chain a little jury here. All right. All right. A little, a okay. little jury. So, Desirable has been the recommended one for many, many, many years. Before that, Pawnee was. hmm
2: You mentioned Pawnee.
0: And, uh, Kiowa. Um, um, any of the, any of the, um, Indian names were, were, were recommended, um, uh, it takes so long for the pecans to in, in a test plot oh. like 20 years and then they get to go this is gonna be a good one and and then 20 years and then maybe longer they go well hey yeah it's still pretty good
3: I can and, I but, can see where that would be a, a problem when you're as old as Mark huh? yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah that would be however, however, I will. I will shorten my cherry channelization. Uh, I recommend, yeah, like Kiowa and Paw, Pawnee. I yeah, guess I, would I be like my, the, my my choices. You can't go wrong with desirable, but I think the old Indian ones were better.
3: Well, the Pawnee too. Uh, if I, uh, I think I'm correct, and they, they are resistant to the uh, uh, aphids. They're not as maybe it's the timing or. Mm-hmm there but they don't seem to uh drop the uh uh sticky stuff no. on on your uh, car
0: i will say there are there is one i will tell everybody to avoid and that's man Mayhan, man
3: oh yeah that, that's old well
0: it was a huge nut and a huge nut. everybody giant. everybody loved it giant nut, giant Mahan, <laughs> if I remember correctly. The, <laughs> the problem was it was only half filled <laughs> but everybody was going how big the, the, the nut was
3: well but it only when you only had to le- review six of them it was, <laughs> yeah. was not a problem yeah.
0: and, and that's one of the uh, uh, one of the first things I learned
3: coming to
0: to, uh, to San Antonio was, was don't recommend the man so
2: okay Hey, you want to help us answer uh, another question here? James uh, has an oak tree oh. question, I think. Okay, good. You have to put your headphones oh, on. Though. Okay. Uh, 210-308-8867. Let's see.
0: Wonderful Lions cap oh, okay. who are going to win and beat All the Broncos. Broncos.
2: What you say, James? All right, uh,
5: Mark, the uh, football fan, my son's taking me to the Cowboys and Lions game, I guess, in a couple of weeks.
0: I know, uh, I know. Everyone write that date down. That's December 30th. 30th. Yes, it is. Clash of the blue-colored teams. Yeah, it ought to be good. I hadn't been up there in a couple of years. It's always fun. Well, Uh, uh, Jerry's world is always great.
5: Yeah, especially if they win, and they should win. (laughs) Anyway, hey, I've got this oak tree in my backyard that's a native, and I think I know what it is, and I've researched it, but I don't know 100%, and then when I heard you are on there, um, I picked a few up off the ground because it's a deciduous oak and took a picture and put a dime on the middle one so you can get an idea of the size. Uh, if you get a chance, can y'all look at that and tell me if y'all know for sure what what that oak tree is?
0: We're, we are busy looking at it what did at you this s- moment. You sent it to me? Yeah, just about maybe 10 minutes ago. All right. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, always, I always preface any oak talk. That's what I thought it was going to be. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. By, by saying Hi, oaks are very, very, very promiscuous.
5: Right. Can I see it?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah, showed sure, sure did. But, yeah, I, uh, James, I already had a feeling I knew what it was up there, up there uh, by y'all. Okay, so uh, let me look at it once more. Oh, okay. Okay, it's deciduous and it has black, blocky bark and uh, it has uh, for for the for our radio audience, it has uh, a three pointed leaf and a commonly called turkey foot style leaf, and that's a blackjack oak. That's
5: what I thought it was. Yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I was ninety nine percent sure.
0: Yeah.
5: I, I it's I'm in an area where I have a predominantly native post oak and live uh-huh. oak. I've got one of these uh, right off my porch and patio, and uh, it's a nice, grown into a nice specimen. I just want to, you know, I'm trying to baby it. But I didn't know for sure if it was a blackjack oak, but I thought it was.
0: Right. When you said deciduous, uh, I'm going, well, I bet you it's it's one of two things, uh, particularly on sandy soils. It's going to be a post oak or a blackjack. Now down,
3: it'd be dead if it's a post oak.
0: Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it could be. Uh, fascinating study. Uh, again, I'm going to channel channel a little Jerry here. Fascinating study uh, about 20 years ago, and they determined that if the clay pan is too shallow or too deep, the post oaks will die during the drought. It has to be just right. It has to be just uh, Goldilocks.
3: And don't drive on it. And, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, all that stuff. Don't don't take care of it. Uh, yeah. But down here, but down down south, south we have post oaks, blackjack's, and Texas hickory as the three components of our huh. of our post oak. Uh, what do we call this again? Post oak. Savannah. Savannah.
5: Yeah. Savannah. Yeah. I don't have any hickory. I have a few. I think uh, black walnut but I don't even know what a hickory looks like other than the the bag hickory I buy at HDB to smoke my yes. ribs
0: <laughs> well yeah. it's it's going to be real close to your walnut it'll be fewer leaves a little bit bigger uh, leaflets so um, keep an eye out for it
5: okay I'll have to google that
0: and to actually see what it looks like so maybe yeah. I can identify so it it'll be, it'll be it will be called Texas or black hickory Black Okay. All right. All right, thank you. Cool.
2: Thanks, James. So one Hi, thing James. on the black,
5: on the blackjack oaks, what's the life
0: expectancy on those? Oh, it's it's very similar to the post oak. Uh so um 50 between 35 and 50.
5: Okay, I don't know how old it I mean it was here when I bought the yeah. property. Yeah. But I know it's grown a lot in uh, trunk size in the last 10 years, so yeah. I'm thinking they're kind of fast growing but
0: maybe short-lived. Yeah. However, I'll do another, Jerry, okay. uh, real quickly. Um, they found that in some areas on these real ideal sites that the post oaks will be small, but when they do the, the coring, they find out they're 150 to 200 years old.
5: Yeah, it I'd just- like to send you on another picture, another day speaking of post oaks in Calvin's remark. I have a giant post oak in the side of my front yard that I guess I'm guesstimating is, clearly over 100 years old and it's got to be taller than 50 feet tall yeah mm.
2: all right thanks james all right Bye, take a quick break be back in a moment 210-308-8867 more of Milberger's gardening south texas coming up on 9 30 a.m the answer to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. All right, what else do uh, we want to discuss while we uh, got well, Mark here? Anything else on Well, I was going
0: to say that uh, I've had several phone calls in Texas, uh, Talking about you know, should I be watering my grass at this time of year or how should I take care of the grass and a couple of things. So I was going to ask Race. The gr-
1: it's always the grass questions, Milton. Yeah, that's what I you know, say. That's why
0: I'm turning to you going, I hear, I always forget grass questions.
1: Yes, you have to water in lieu of any significant rainfall, but instead of watering it once a week, it might be more like every third or fourth week. Yeah. The root system's still alive, root yeah. system's still growing. And and so it does need to be taken care of.
0: And when I was at saws, that's I, 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 always say four week, once a month, every four oh, weeks, once a week. something okay. like that.
3: Yeah, my sustainable winter lawn is rescue grass is very lush. Doesn't yeah, I was going to say, mowing doesn't that? need watering.
0: So uh, again, I'll channel Jerry just briefly. He had uh, uh, Neil had an, uh, a letter saying. A woman or someone had sent in, said, What a photo. What is this weed that's growing all over my lawn? You want to guess which weed it was? Bluegrass. No. No. Oh. Uh, that may have been, but the first one we mentioned horse was. Horser. Okay. Absolutely. Really? I haven't really yeah. seen
3: much of a horser. And
0: uh, he, this, uh, the letter writer was complaining all about it.
3: Henbit is coming up like mass. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, our favorite. One of our favorites, Henbit. Uh, but anyway, so I, I I thought that was kind of funny when I was reading it this morning. That this person was <laughs> deliberate. Very, very emphatic on, on trying to kill that horse herb. No,
2: most people don't like it. Yeah. I know that we... I know, we love it. I've, we? I have seen yards where it's all horse herb, and yeah. it looks beautiful. It I'm really in, does look nice.
1: I'm indifferent. I'll <laughs> be happy there to sell go. them something to take care of it. I'll be happy to sell them something mm-hmm. to okay. take care of it. Yeah. Do you
2: still sell it by the little...
1: I don't have any now, but it is something we would... Yeah, okay. stock. quite often it's there.
2: Yeah. Um, so...
1: So anyway, that was a couple of the questions oh, okay. I, yeah, the,
2: and
0: then that I saw this morning.
2: Except the uh, backyard is full of the winter. And then I was telling last week, I don't know if you heard this too, but speaking of grass, where we uh, bought some St. Augustine, it, it, it didn't die exactly. It's just kind of, maybe it's dormant. Fingers crossed. It's
0: storming, yeah. And, yeah cool it gets ugly with short
1: days and cool yeah. temperatures. It gets ugly with short days and cool temperatures.
2: Okay, it's 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 ugly. But Laura was like, Oh look, it's greening up, that's great and I was like, I think that's winter grass. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, it's got the the very fine blade and the
3: Yeah. Yeah, but if it's showing any any life or stubs or bases, in your San Augustine. Yeah, it, it still bad.
2: has some. Yeah. It's still green. It's green and brown rather than yeah. fully green That when we it'll be put it down. Yeah, good. Um, the uh, Oh, and I'll show you my Belinda's Dream. We already talked about that, but I'll show He's you that. He's
1: uh, well, proud of that picture. I am proud of that picture. You are proud of that picture. Oh, it is uh, nice. Belinda's Dream? Uh, yes.
2: You want to see it? Uh, I'll show oh, it yes. That
1: makes for
0: great radio. I'll
2: hold it right up to the microphone You so want to see, see my
0: puppies? <laughs> yeah, see? Oh, that is...
2: It was with the rainwater on it. Okay, it was that's, hard to that's take a it... nice photo. What?
0: That's a nice photo. Oh, thank you. Okay. Okay. I would like to see one a little further back to see the oh. entire plant.
2: No, the it looks spindly further back.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I and it was moving back and forth with the wind.
3: Well, all uh, the all the tough. Modern and roses and the old-fashioned roses are doing pretty well. Uh, Mrs. Dudley Cross. Is yeah, that's one of our on. favorites. Uh, yeah.
0: Calvin and I's favorites. Is Mutabulous. Uh, that's my Mutabulous. favorite. that's and, favorite. And
3: Martha Gonzalez, too. I and think. that's another of your favorites. Yeah. I also like to throw in their... their um, and then the uh, Katie Oblush. Road. Yeah. What's blush, yeah. What's Katie Road? K- uh, is K- uh, Carefree. Is Carefree that the name? Beauty Pink, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that's 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 my favorite, I okay. think. But it's not doing, at least in my area, it's not doing as well as some of the others are at this point.
2: Uh, the other thing I'm proud of, just now, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take a picture of it tomorrow, and Calvin can probably appreciate this. Is the Whopper begonias? Oh, they're, they're huge. They're they're like the, seven <laughs> feet tall. Now, okay, they're not See, seven excuse feet. Me, excuse <laughs> me,
1: hence the name. <laughs>
0: Uh
2: huh. They're maybe two feet tall, but they're huge, and they're just pushing now, out. The problem heard, I have.
1: I've heard stories of the Dallas Arboretum
3: having them like that, though. Really? Yeah. At the seven feet tall? Uh, huge. Wow. You know what? Where? Where do I put my cyclamen when you got the when the whopper begonias are doing so well? So I've got the all these cyclamen stuff stuffed in yeah. containers in the in the background, but the, well, which is. I guess that's not anything to be complaining about because all, of, all of them are beautiful. It's just unbelievable the the this weather for these shade loving plants. The whopper begonias make you look
2: like you're a gardening genius. They are they mm-hmm. they really. We haven't done anything to them. We put them in the container. We gave them some osmocote, and we water them. They
3: get but copious,
2: did they, did they get
3: affected amounts. by the wind? Copious amounts. Uh, I don't. Oh, even think, I don't
2: think we even use copious amounts. Oh, wow. did, the,
3: did the wind? No,
2: they're still happy. Ah,
3: I got them uh, affected by the wind, but they recovered so quickly.
2: Uh, Laura was noticing too, and I don't. I don't really notice uh, this as much, but the you can tell me whether y'all saw this around town. The uh, Rose of cherries uh, didn't seem to be blooming as much. I guess they're normally a summer bloomer.
1: Well, they should be defoliating spring? here pretty quick. Yeah, uh, mine yeah. are already halfway there.
2: When when do they normally bloom? Is it summer?
3: I was. I always think spring. Spring. Spring.
2: Okay, but that's when we had the water issues and the rain lack.
0: Yes, the faucet, the natural faucet, shut down. Yeah, approximately May.
2: So if we weren't doing a lot of supplemental watering, they weren't going to be happy. Okay, I'm just saying...
3: To sad on that. Yeah.
0: Well, don't be sad. It's the time of the year to be happy. Uh, okay. You better not pout. Be, pout. Yeah. And, cry. Cry.
3: and uh, we were talking earlier, Mark that's about on. the vegetables. <laughs> huge those huge broccoli heads and cauliflower, and of course all the greens are ready for harvest. Even the spinach. We didn't mention spinach, but that's ready. Um,
0: no, you uh, in your article this morning you did. but in the in the article this morning in the newspaper you did
3: yeah it was a week i said well next week you'll probably have everything it's this week right now they're Mm -hmm. ready for action um and the uh oh the tomatoes surprised surprised me that they're doing so well that usually the we get that wind or that cold weather first things that are affected are tomatoes and peppers and this year they're doing so far they're doing real well a lot of production we're gonna we're gonna take our bring our first uh, container of uh, it's not the first one we've harvested but it's the first one we're gonna bring here to Millburgers so we can eat it at the t- at the table here I'll
1: partake mm-hmm.
2: I'm trying to see if I can find your uh, article
3: online but. I on um, the
0: what? On the what? Uh, uh, today, today is uh, talking about winter vegetables, and it's talking uh, about uh, 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 the greens. Mm-hmm. So, collard, kale, um, Swiss chard—one of Calvin and I's favorite. Do you like Swiss chard? I love Swiss chard.
1: We had a carrot question earlier.
2: No, what, nobody, nobody what? gets the the, the, the I setup. Do, I do. You I like get the setup. I like do you, Swiss no, chard. Do you remember no, I'm, Paul's?
0: I'm naive. Do you remember I, what I Paul know. used to say?
2: No. No. People ask me if I like Swiss, something along the extent of, do you? People ask me if I like Swiss chard, and
0: you know, I don't uh, like, uh, I just like them grilled? Yeah, okay. something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yes, now I get it. So
1: go back to carrots. Oh, yes, well, well, I sorry. please. Saying, is a, if I remember correctly, we were asking how edible the small carrots were, or the tops, or was it both?
0: Are, are greens ever used in carrots? I don't know. So. I'll look that up. Well, with it was
1: James, James's question? Do you right like? Yeah.
3: Do you like the beet greens? I,
1: I don't like greens.
3: Oh, beet beet greens I like are are, are my favorite. But right. there's no. So there's lots of I, I, I don't like beets at all.
0: Well, James, there's
2: lots of recipes online. Just googling carrot, carrot greens recipe, oh. sautéed carrot green recipe, cilantro carrot green pesto. So How to cook some, and eat carrot somebody tops. Somebody does eat carrot. Beans. A lot of people. Havin' Are this is a question: Are carrot greens edible or toxic? Carrot greens are not end tops are not poisonous, but they are cer are most cert, and they are certainly more most edible. Oh, okay. I've wait for
0: the butt. And, no, that's. Yeah. If they you go to
2: allrecipes.com, the article is called don't think "Can you bitter, eat
0: Carrot right? Greens?" That, that's what you, I would assume.
3: Um. Now, turnip greens—they—they're pretty ne- pretty neutral.
1: Um, I could do spinach, cabbage, and broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. That's that's the only cool weather crops I.
3: Oh, those, those are good. Like. Yeah.
2: That was interesting. Oh, in fact, their bitter flavor is what makes them so unique for use in the kitchen.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Cooking them so, will soften, somewhere, okay, my, according to all recipes, cooking them will uh, soften their bitterness and they can be enjoyed raw or cooked, and they bring an earthy flavor to all sorts of savory dishes. Okay.
0: So so that's why, somewhere earthy. in my life, I had a taste so why, of a, why, a, a carrot top or carrot green.
3: Why, when you have a, a huge amount of co- collards and, mm-hmm. and all these other wonderful greens? Why would you bother using a bitter carrot tops to, to dilute them?
1: I don't know. Well, you, say you,
3: again, you got kale. People use
1: Swiss chard that way.
3: so Yeah,
2: maybe you want a nice earthy Swiss flavor. Swiss chard is pretty mild yeah. in your recipe. What if your recipe calls for earthy flavorness? Earthy flavors? <laughs> exactly. You could eat dirt. I <laughs> a
0: pinch of dirt going out to oh, the yard. man. Mmm. I okay. see Jacques Papin, one of my heroes, oh. you know, going out to the yard, a, a pinch of uh, Okay, I don't know.
2: If, if you have a carrot top recipe or a carrot green, not that carrot top. Did you just make comedian, all that up? No? Not the comedian. No, it's online. No.
0: Uh, <laughs> it must be true. It's on the Internet.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, call us and uh, tell us how you cook or eat carrot greens and carrot tops. All right, 210 308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Okay. Um, I feel like while we got you here, we should take advantage of that. So if folks have tree questions and stuff, and want to have uh, the three experts discuss them. We got Mark here as well. Uh, but uh,
0: I've seen a lot of hypoxilin around town. Oh. Uh, a you, lot. Can you eat that? Uh, there is no treatment. That's why it's kind of... Sad saddening Nobody when I talk to the it. customer. There's no what? You don't eat it. Okay, no. thank you. No. <laughs> Sorry, okay? we were talking about tree questions. I immediately diverged it's, into is stress Oh, issue hyd- on a, I
2: thought the I thought you said hydrox or something, like no, no, a cookies. No, no. no. <laughs> Sorry. No,
0: no it's it was, not a COVID. No, it was, it's not a COVID. Uh oh no no, 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 no.
2: What were the cookies called that were like Oreos?
0: Hydroxies or something like something that. Like You're okay,
2: right it was it was dumb. Go ahead.
0: Uh but it is a stress-related disease, uh, and it's it's usually fatal, almost always fatal. Uh, so when I come to a customer's house and 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 I look at the trees and it has hypoxylin, it, it's usually we give the the sign of the cross mm. and. and that's not going to make it. Well, but we've seen a lot of red oaks, pecans. Did, can you describe what it looks like? Ah, thank you. See, he's a professional.
2: He is a professional. Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, when it first appears on a tree, the, bark's, the bark generally falls off. And underneath the bark is an olive drab, slightly light gray, a powdery substance. And then it over time it turns to a crusty dark gray. Uh, underneath the bark and it will be up and down the tree or up and down a particular branch
2: oh that's uh, interesting yeah
0: and usually as uh, the bark will fall off and and people will notice the bark falling off and then look up and they'll see this uh, yeah an olive olive drab uh light gray substance on the on the tree and it is powder and it actually if the wind blows you can see it almost look like smoke if it's a heavy infestation yeah. mm-hmm.
3: What uh, percentage are on slopes of a...
0: Well, well, it is a stress-related disease, but a lot of the ones that I've looked at were actually in yards. And um, so it was in a, a, I'm not going to say well-maintained areas, uh, because I always had to bite my tongue and ask, um, when did you start watering them? And invariably, it was like, "Oh, as soon as it started turning red, we we watered them in you know late September and October." And I'm like, "Yeah, you should have been watering them when the rain stopped in May yeah. and June." In other words, being proactive.
3: What and uh, what varieties? Uh, all of them. So,
0: are? No, so yes, that's a good question. Um, predominantly red oaks. Uh, sycamores, pecans, uh, fitinias, uh, a lot of fi- dead fitinias, which I always say, oh, good start. Uh, and what else? There's one other one. Maybe some ashes. But anyways, it, it was, oh, magnolias. Oh,
3: yeah, oh boy. They don't, magnolias don't need any more challenges. No, they, no, sure no, don't. No, they
0: don't. No. So, uh, so you, you think over the past three or four years, uh, uh, post- two years of drought, one year of exceptional freezes. So this could, and then probably all adds up to a stress, stressful, rated hmm. disease finally kicking in.
3: Post Oaks
0: I haven't seen many post Oaks just because um, you got to go south of town they or, or up to the Fred- Fredericksburg area, you know.
3: Yeah, kind of south, uh, to the uh, south and east. Where, uh, east, east, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, so, I, I, if I did see a dead post oak, I could guarantee you that there would be some hypoxiclin on it.
2: Guarantee us?
0: Yes, I could guarantee it. Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay, you're going out on a limb. Yeah. <laughs> Just not the limb that's got the...
0: <laughs> it's not the limb that's got the, <laughs> uh, the hypoxylin on it. Right. But anyway, that that uh, tree related questions, I, I'm sure a lot of people have seen that. Okay. Uh, throughout, mm. throughout the fall, uh, late summer and fall.
2: Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Bless you. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas going, coming up on nine thirty a.m. The Answer.
3: little bit of everything in texas oh,
2: and welcome stories. back to mill burgers oh okay 210 mill burgers gardening south texas 210 308 88 67 about 11 minutes left but uh we were talking during the break and uh you want to go over christmas ideas and then um or you make sure we remind folks of the the hours of the uh so the Cri-
1: christmas eve we will be closing which is uh, next sunday i believe Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Right. Uh, We will be opening at normal at uh, 10, and we'll be closing at 12. So your last-minute poinsettia run before you head out to wherever you're going. Uh, Also, lots and lots of Christmas gift ideas, uh, starting with gift cards, Mm -hmm. down to hand tools, statues, fountains, citrus, and more.
2: So your suggestion... On uh, the gift card too is if they want to call in, do it sooner than because you'll mail them out. But, we'll mail them, yeah. but the mail, yes. Yeah, but you know, it doesn't really matter. They can, they can also just say, "Hey, I ordered this for you. Keep it. You know, keep keep a lookout in your mailbox for a surprise oh, from me." If I remember
1: correctly, it. our mail only actually leaves here twice a week.
2: Okay. Um, but anyway, it does I was thinking, oh, you got to get it before Christmas. But just tell whoever uh, you got a special gift coming in your mailbox. Call. Call the folks in North Carolina to, to tell them. I hope they're not listening. I don't know. They, they might, be. might be. Oh, we shouldn't have said anything. That's Milton Glick. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I don't know what. I don't know. Uh, you know, we have so many listeners in North Carolina. It could apply to just about anybody. We're, well, you, we're huge in North Carolina. Huge.
3: Where else we have Mississippi too? Uh, or is that what? What is that other state that? Uh, Laura's uh
2: well we're big in north texas with uh and uh, i don't know if we've gotten calls from mississippi i guess we have but anyway yes we have all right so we you were mentioning the gift cards as a, as a gift idea
1: yep and it's uh you can put it in their stocking so uh yep they don't have to water it or anything and it's a, a wonderful gift and they get to pick out what they actually want
2: yeah denominations starting at ten dollars
1: starting at whatever they want
2: oh okay Uh, We are not limited. Okay. Um, We have that, and then uh, we mentioned the the fresh-cut trees. If you've been on the fence and haven't gotten one, come on over to Mill Burgers and uh, check them out. The living Christmas trees that Calvin was talking about earlier.
1: Best poinsettias in town.
2: Yeah, they're beautiful. Honestly, if you've seen them elsewhere, like when you walk into, won't mention any names, but big-box stores and you see them, And then you see them here at Millburgers, it's like, wow, there is no comparison. Same with the Cyclamen. This Um, is true. Actually, same price, but much more attractive uh, and fuller and stuff here at Millburgers. Taken care of. Yeah, that may be the issue. Um, Christmas cactus, citrus, if that's what you've been thinking
1: about um lots of statues and bird baths going out oh yeah in fact we got some new uh exposed aggregate uh benches and bird baths
2: okay and uh you had where to where are they
1: uh they're behind the greenhouse back
2: okay
3: in the
1: back area
2: you had to explain what that meant did you want to so explain
1: most what? everybody knows what a, like a pebbled stepping stone is. So it's they, they wash off a little bit of the cement and they expose the oh, pea yeah. gravelly looking Exposed stuff. Exposed aggregate. So uh, we've got benches and bird baths made like that.
2: Okay. Yeah, it that, that seems pretty cool. And they're behind the.
1: They are uh, behind the two stories. Behind no, behind the Green greenhouse. 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 Okay,
2: that's easy to find. Uh, Bert has uh, some frozen tomato uh, answers for us. And Bert, you're calling from Michigan.
6: Yes, I am. Wow. Formal, formerly from Helotus. but we moved back to Texas. Uh, we moved from Texas back to Michigan uh, nine years ago.
2: Oh, how's but that there, working out I for you? The,
6: oh, good. Uh, we came from Michigan. Oh, okay. What? The family was here, uh, is here, and uh, we kind of missed the seasons and uh, well, just it's a little different. I liked it in Texas too a lot. Okay, but I. I heard your question about freezing tomatoes. Can you freeze tomatoes? Yeah. Yes, you can. I, I would certainly think to be a 10968, 968 because we do that and uh, blackberries, raspberries, and blueberries. But we freeze them on a cookie on a cookie sheet, flat, just one layer on a cookie sheet in the freezer. And once they're frozen solid, we put them in a the freezer bag and then take don't right away back in the freezer then they you don't get a big great big clump of frozen berries
1: interesting
2: are you and are you for the tomatoes are you cutting them at all or doing
3: anything to prepare them before you put them on the cookie sheet
6: no just as they are don't cut okay. them you take don't cut b- them
3: and yeah the- uh, oh i was thinking we take a take a big uh bag except if, with our little Ruby Crush and BHN 968. I would I guess it wouldn't take a, such a large bag. No.
2: How do you then? Okay, no. so when you're ready, you use them. What do you do? Just take them out, thaw them, and oh. put them in the recipe, or
6: no? Once in they, in they s- are frozen on the co- cookie sheet, hard frozen, we put them in a in a freezer bag, and they go right away back into the freezer. And right. then we use them maybe months later, or make a pie, or if you want to make a tomato soup, you take them out. If you if you put them all in a bag before you freeze them, then you get a big, very big clump that takes forever oh, okay. to thaw.
2: Can you put them like in a? So I under I'm I'm seeing the cooking of them. What about like just putting thawing them out sufficiently and putting them in a salad or eating them raw after they're frozen? Are they still okay? Or are they kind of gushy? Yep.
6: That kind of mushy, yeah.
2: yeah. But, yeah, that doesn't matter yeah, if you're using it in sauce <laughs> or something like that.
6: But, but if you have so many and you don't want to waste them, <laughs> then you don't no, have That's choices. What,
2: that's what the uh, person I was talking to said was she puts them and she freezes them and puts them in a bag. Uh, actually, I think she went to your clumpy method where she was just throwing them in a bag and throwing them in the freezer. But um, Yeah. That's okay. Now, do you grow 968s in Michigan?
6: Yes, I took uh, seeds from when we moved from our lotus and I've been uh, keeping seeds every year and planting planting them again but some plants they change a little bit. They don't stay the same and then uh, they develop a little pointy sp- spike if you like at the bottom end uh, of the fruit. Others don't and and some get a little bit bigger. So they some what, Pollinate with other tomato plants, but not very much.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of common. That's
1: how nature goes. Yeah,
2: oh, uh, very over cool. Time, yeah. So, for what the else?
6: Did... Sorry, I'm just interested. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, for Bert, the most I was... part tomatoes are self-pollinating. I know, but yeah, uh, sometimes somebody sneaks in and. Uh,
4: that's
2: ah. job. So, Bert, I'm just curious, with the little time we have left here, what else did you kidnap from Holotus and bring to Michigan with you? What else? Oh, what
6: other uh, other? <laughs> uh, maybe black-eyed peas.
2: Okay. In Michigan? Uh, okay. Okra. <laughs> okay. What is that? Okra. Oh, really? <laughs> Good for you, well,
6: Bert. But, yeah, but you can only grow that in Texas. During the, the hottest month. Right. They don't do very well in the cold. No. And here, well, here is kind of a toss up. They, they have nice flowers.
2: That's fun, though. <laughs> That's a little bit of Texas. Yeah.
6: Yes. Yeah. I loved it there. My nice the gardeners and, yeah.
2: Oh, but there's
5: okay.
6: something everywhere. Come, come June, July, you think, man, Michigan was not so bad.
2: Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you, Bert. Thanks for calling in and being a part of the show.
6: You're welcome. Thank you All very right. much. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Hey.
2: Yeah. All right. Thanks, Bert. That was nice. All right. 210-308-8867. See, Bert could buy gift cards for people. He he, he, for a family he still has here in Holotis. In that's funny. Yep. He, that's the people, you know, people love their plants and stuff, and there's so much unique to South Texas. Uh, it seems like I'm certainly unique to South Texas as compared to Michigan uh, but that's great good for Bert and uh, I'm glad he, he called in and talked to us about freezing tomatoes so now we have a solution if you uh, have too many of those just a uh, cookie sheet freeze them
3: Have you you're not gonna, uh, you're not gonna confer do that with much? Trace and I yeah. the solution is you eat them
1: okay there's, there's, there's not enough room in my freezer milk okay. Well, we are going
2: to say goodbye for today, but we're back here tomorrow at 1604 on Boverde Road. And we encourage you to come on by and visit with us or call us then on behalf of uh, Trace and Calvin.